Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If I'm listening to this podcast now and both this bit and the lizard bit isn't in there. You're going to look like a maniac? No, I'm going to come to Hugh's house. (laughs) And I'm going to say I respect you. Your autonomy as an editor, <laughs> but I'm cross. <laughs> Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. A fucking dragon friend. Warning: engines failing. Engines failing. There is a hiss and a pneumatic snap as what feeble pressure still remains on the Rapture comes. Are done as the ship glides gracelessly down to the scraggly rocks at the feet of the perilous mountains that were momentarily you were soaring just above. To say that the ship lands is to be rude to whoever was presumably piloting it, for it is more of a rolling crash. The ship turns three quarters of the way upside down and a wing comes undone before it comes to a grinding halt at the foot of a large rock. There is a hissing sound, the blast of flashpots being activated as a bulkhead flies out to the desert, startling the local fauna, who, as a small lizard perhaps, scurrying on the sand below, might see the figures of three men followed by a half-orc, another man, a halfling, and a groggy, but somehow pleased with himself, high elf, as they make their land landing on the dust in front of the Balanok You're mountain range. You're saying a range. lizard sees this? Yeah, I'm t- cinematically, I'm imagining that we started on a lizard and we tracked up. Oh, that's nice. Start on a lizard, rule number one. Revealing the figures of Ja, Laroon and Rimjob. Ja nods at Laroon, who passes a small silver sphere to Rimjob, who clicks it three times and throws it up into the air where improbably it stays suspended, spins around and then segments apart, opening, revealing a blinding light in front of it that seems to float around for miles, a beacon of sorts. So cool when it does that. As Rim- you ever seen something do that? Not that I remember. Yeah. Wait, yes. Ah, well... It, I, that doesn't take anything away from how cool I think that is. Maybe a little bit. Maybe uh, a just, bit. Uh, if I'm honest with you, Baston, yep. I like you. I, you've got a... You, I don't remember you. <laughs> are you the brother of the Laroon? This or is you? Lord Jar. Oh, you're Jarul. <laughs> Jarul Laroon. Jarul Job, if you... Oh, He is so much more than a job. A job is a, ta- a tawdry, dirty thing. This, this is something more. This is the man who will leave. All right, let's just, let's just put a bit of a fucking pipe in it for now. We don't really need to get into who's who at the zoo. You know what I'm saying? Nevertheless, <laughs> despite the best efforts of Maisel Laroon, we have crashed, I would say, 30 minutes by dog sled. Yeah. 
the, they will come for us soon, but we will, looks like we will be here in the interim. Yeah. Uh, well, anyone for Boggle? And he takes out a little travel set of Boggle. It's beautiful. It's, it's carved out of it's carved out of a beautiful uh, ivory. Ooh, no. Ooh, uh, <laughs> no, because in I this... I wish you wouldn't use that, sir. No, elephants in this world are really racist. So it's okay. So that I, so that elephant was racist. So you killed it and turned it into a boggle set to teach it and presumably other elephants a lesson. Yeah, eat, eat shit, Baba. You boggle now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Dave Baston wants to like look around at the lay of the land because not one thousand years in the future they walked this way north, right? So I'm going to look at the geography and be like... I'll try and work out where you are? Yeah, where they are. Okay, so Baston decides to get his bearings and a cynical person might notice that the way he does that is he walks up onto a flat rock, turns around with the wind in his hair, turns, gives a half smile as the light glows behind him, but in the same time make a survival check. Mm, What can this old nose smell? (laughs) You have other Uh, senses. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. Mm, you are in the scraggly desert. Minus one. You're in s- <laughs> the profile of your face as you turn no. perfectly matches the jagged mountains yeah. behind oh, you. That's really cool. And it's breathtaking. And, and Baston says, I have no idea what I am. <laughs> <laughs> While everybody's waiting and is lost in thought, um, Rimjob walks over towards... Just we named the character Jarek um, Rim. Jarek Rim. Jarek. Did you just Rim. assume we would jump there straight away, and you just it's like an easy? Do you know what? Do you know what I did? And this is very inside baseball. But I wrote the name Jarek Grim, and then I looked at it, and then I went, "Oh, that's a bit on the nose." And then I went, "Why?" Backspace, and then I went, "Fantasy." <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jarek Grim? It just was like too tough a name for a tough guy. Okay. Mm. Do you think that if I'd called him Jarek Grimm, you would all agree it was I cool think and we probably nobody would have made fun of me? I don't think we would be doing this rim job no. here. I think no. we would have got to Grimm job and then we would have like gone, all right, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's fine. That's I think also, weirdly, we would have not done the lizard thing either. The rules of time travel are crazy. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. This would have been going exactly as you'd dreamed. <laughs> Rimjob, for that is his name, walks up to Filge in, while everybody's sort of standing around and Baston is looking beautiful on the clifftop and he goes, uh. I have to hand it to you. You're obviously the warrior of this lot, but what I wouldn't have given to be the one to make Chiron's brain fly. And he flips off a little salute. Oh, I'll flip you off too. <laughs> oh, well, where I come from... From warrior to warrior. It's interesting because where I come from, that's actually quite rude, but... No. Here it's the ultimate sign of Look, oh, me so sorry that, that me did that. No, me. it was right. You were right to do it. Oh, but it was yours. You, you, I'd seen the way you were poking and prodding at that brain and you really wanted to do it. I took that away from you. But, you know, me see brain in a jar and me want to kick it. You see my boss over there? He's a wise man. He's ja the Rool. one. He's ja, yes, Ja Rule. <laughs> He's gonna. He's, he's, he's patching up some of his wounds from the thing, and he's putting a band aid here. 
He's fought long and hard. Actually, he is quite hurt. That's a flesh room, but he, he, you look at him. They all are, but yeah, yeah, he's got like crossbow arrows and stuff. He doesn't seem to care. Yeah. It's just the band-aid. That, that's Nelly. It's that's Nelly. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, um, he's a great yeah. man, a wise man. I fought him long ago. Now I love him like a brother. But he doesn't trust easily. We needed a bold move from you to know that we can trust you. But anyone that would kill Skymaster Chiron is an ally of the Freeborn. And he tries to shake your hand, but notices you're still flipping him off. And he just slaps you on the arm uncomfortably instead. So, Freeborn, huh? Yeah, that's right. Those who were born and will one day again be free, despite what the Netherese and his spits might think about it. What? Yes? We're kind of having private conversation over here, Chief. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Now, nah, right you are. Yeah. Right you Bilge are. calling someone Chief is such a flex. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, right you are. Sorry. I just uh, wanted to chat with my uh, numero tumo. And, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, um, I've got to go. But all I want to say is we should trade battle stories sometime. Uh, I am intimidated and respect you. And he sort of... Flips you off, feels unsure about it, and sort of scurries <laughs> away behind. Um, hey, that seemed kind of rude, man. Well, Just flipping her off like that. No, 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 no. It's a thing that they do. Ah, okay. Hey, what's their deal? What's their deal? I just need to know. What's their deal? They're you saw the they killed Skymaster Chiron. No, I understand. They must have been his prisoners. Oh, yeah, all right. Can well, we... you ask them. Hey, guys. Yo. Yep. Yep. Hello. I think we've done all the thank you for kicking the brain out of the plane stuff so I can sort of move on. <laughs> brain out of the plane, that's pretty fun. <laughs> brain, brain out of the plane, brain out. All right, well, you know, I'm sort of used to when I do things people chant, so um, that's on me. Hey, would it have killed you? To... <laughs> I'm anyway. sorry, I don't know. I was moment. I was thinking about, I was. what I was doing was I was thinking about the flipping off before yeah, and now yeah, I'm worried. Yeah. Look. We've got, we've got some transports to come pick us up. Before they do, I think we should probably work out uh, why you're on that plane. We wanted to come to see you, the free folk. Why? Because we are from 1,000 years in the future. Jarek chanting? Yeah, absolutely. He got swept up. I think he actually quite likes Filge. Yeah. Right? We're from a thousand years in the future. Do they need to roll for this at all? Like, this is quite a bold claim. Well, you want to see if, they, if you want to see if they believe you, then yeah. Why don't you, with advantage, because you're all doing it together, make for me a persuasion check? Uh, hell yeah. Whatever. I imagine what, what, eight rolls of the dice 20, No, 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 no. no, no. Frieza was doing it. 24. So 24. 20, 24 does it, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we're from the future, thousand years. Um, what are you doing in Nethra? That was a perception roll, so you're not lying, right? You're telling the truth? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. A thousand years in the future, and the thing what the we're doing here is we're investigating the fall of the Netherese Empire, who I think are your enemies? So you're saying that a thousand years in the future, the Netherese Empire's fallen? And other crazy shit as well. Well, Do fucking you, no. That, that is, like, honestly... Honestly, man, did you hear that? That's that's the best news. That's honestly the best I think I've ever heard. Dude, dude, yeah. Yep. Wait till you find out about Pog. 
About what? Okay, so... <laughs> separate... Yeah. ...to... Okay, do, wait, do you guys have Tarzos here? We don't. This is going to be hard to explain. All right. Okay. Glow caps. Do you have glow caps? We don't. Okay. Do you what have... does this have to do with the sworn enemy of my life? I'm just telling you about th- how things are different a thousand years in the future. I didn't ask that. Well, I mean... <laughs> he I didn't can't... ask that. I, well, I was... Have you... Do you know about Tokyo? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, fine. Well, ask a question and I'll answer it then. Fuck. Well, how does it have 3 4? We don't know. That's Wait, why we're here. Oh, no, we do know, actually. Filch has a good history, right? Yes, we Filch do. Yeah, Filch, like... me think back to class and me remember... I don't have good history. I've got minus one history. Oh. But me remember oh. anyway... Well, well, we will see. Nine? This nine facts. No, so again, this is the second day that you've tried to recall your history lessons and you still remember what most people know, which is that the Netherese, known as the Terrible and Cruel Netherese Empire, was destroyed 1,000 years ago. The cities fell from the sky, their wondrous relics and libraries lost to all time, and the evil that they had perpetrated, that w- that dare not speak its name, was buried forever. That is what you all know. That is what yeah. the bards tell. That's so, we don't know in, why. In any of those songs, any of those stories and songs... Nothing about the Freeborn Uprising. Think about things that would maybe rhyme with that. Uh, Freeborn Uprising? Peacorn. All natural, they're not around. All natural, beep, 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 sound. Oh, no, it's just, it's a bit nah. hazy. God. Damn it, we wish we knew. I'm going to go back to the ship. What? Just, <laughs> sorry, I thought we were just saying what we were doing. I'm just going to go back to the ship quickly. I'm going to stay standing here. It's real. Oh, can I check my book? Yeah, well, yes, you can. So wait, so very quickly, Baston is going to stay on the rock. Uh, Frieza, you're going to go back into the ship, yeah, which is uh, which just is mid conversation. That was I, I that let... was a psycho thing to say. <laughs> I just needed to go back. I realised I forgot something. Have you ever had a conversation with him where he's just like, "I'm going to go back"? Yep, all the time. Yeah, all the time. you spent time around me. Yeah. It's actually kind of nice, but when he's he's done with you, he just goes, all right, see ya, and just walks off. Sometimes he just gets out his Nintendo Switch and uh, that's it. That's fine. I've actually had Frieza, Frieza, Hing does it, I've seen Hing do this sometimes where he does that thing, he's like, anyway, my Uber's here, and you're like, what? (laughs) When did you call an Uber? And then he just walks out. Um, Yeah, Frieza's gone back to the ship. All right, so it's burning. Frieza walks back into a burning ship. And what are you doing in the ship? I'm going to grab the glaive. Oh, interesting. Okay. You walk back to the ship and you can see, lilting on its side, um, the throne, which is ruined beyond repair. But plugged into the side of it, you can now see there was a simple release clasp that you'd missed, is a spear. You can write on your character sheet, Claw of Chiron, if you want. It's a plus three keen smoking spear. Excuse me? It's keen, which means that it has a critical threat range of like... Um, 19 to 20. It's smoking, which means it can cast a, a fog cloud once a day. It, you can make smoke come out of it to obscure you. Ooh. And you can see, it gives you dark vision that also works through the smog. The claw You're of Chiron. Gonna Chiron. Very Very cool. Love that. I need dark vision because I'm human now. Yeah, yeah. So you have the claw of Chiron. Oh, I love this! Bobby, <laughs> how do we feel about these free folk? As you say that, you look that Bobby is actually pouring through an old book. How is it going reading while I'm still talking to you? <laughs> it is hard to read and talk. You do both at the same time? Yeah. What did you just find out? No, 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 no. What did I just find out, Dave? 
Sorry, but I don't know. So what you said you wanted to? What did you want to do? I wanted to look in the book if the the the, the, the terrible, his- lamentable history of the House of Strahd. Yeah, if there's anything about the the fall of the Netherese Empire. Just go to the back. There's an index. There's right. not now. We've always and famously sometimes in an index you can find there's all the things that are in the book. It's the, crazy. There is crazy. I've just been going by the contents. <laughs> nah, man. There's a different kind of contents. So the, the book back. is a genealogy. The, the book is a genealogy of the Zarevich family, um, who are an ancient family that um, trace their time well beyond the the Netherese, like way back into prehistory. They were they were part of the tyrants, which is the sort of oligarchs that came before all of this time. It's very much based on the family history. There's not a lot of geopolitic around it. The context. Um, no, it's it's a, it's like if you read a book about a family history, there there is a talk of the age, the end of the age of wonder. Mm-hmm. There, the, the the time that came after, which is the advent of the age of ruin, and there is a little bit of sort of detail about that. Other other than that, you're gonna need to make for me a wisdom roll. Wait a minute, it's got to be chronological. So just go to this year. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, that's a 13. A 13, yeah. A 13 is not more to get enough to get any more than that. Can I turn it to this year? The year that we're in, year four, I think it is. <laughs> or was it no, year it one? Is the, it is year four nine three. Four nine four nine three. Page one. So four nine three. No, page so it's two. So we'll know which strata is around here. It's four nine four nine three. The current patriarch of the fa- family was Paternias von Zarevich, who was um, a last. Sorry. Was the father's name Paternias? Yeah. <laughs> It's a good fantasy name for a father. Now, you cut him some slack, okay? I'm sorry. I did have the lamp people last week. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Paternius von Zarevich, um, and it talks about how he uh, fought against, um, like many did, that he fought against the Netherese, that um, the, fam- the family's wealth was taken away from him, and that he was, and it says, all it says in the book was that he was captured by the ardent flight and made to pay the ultimate price. Oh, that can't be good. That sounds what... like too much to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know a dude named Paternius von Zarevich? Who are you talking to? To um, Ja Rule. <laughs> he lunges at you and grabs you by the collar and says, how the fuck do you know that name? We are from the future. This is my magic future book that tells me everything about the Von Zaraviches from time in Morim back uh, to, to a thousand can years in the future. Can I uh, tackle him to the ground? No, no, uh, you can. I can. Boom. <laughs> he look, you, okay, you do that and you look up and you look, see that he's looking at Bobby, but instead of fury, his eyes are filled with wonder. Holy fucking shit. You're for real. Yeah, he says he paid the ultimate price. You want to meet Paternius von Zarevich? Tell us what you know. You want to meet Paternius von Zarevich? I don't know. Who is he? All right, well, our dogs are here. Let's go. Hey, where's your mate? Hello, back again. (laughs) Walking out of a burning building, a beam collapsing behind him, (laughs) oblivious with a huge, glowing, magical spear on his shoulder. What you got there? And the biggest fucking smile. You've never seen Frieza look this happy. Hello, I have a new spear. You want to go? 
of uh, getting speared. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard pass from me, Chair. Well, Chan. me already <laughs> said yes, and that teach me for not listening to end of a sentence, so... Okay. <sighs> Uh, 16 plus 3 is 19. Does that hit? That's a critical because it's keen, so that's double damage. Bilge was hurt quite badly nah. in the Tapanyaki restaurant. What does a, well, what does a spear do damage D12. So Bilge was hurt quite badly in the Tepanyaki <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> what a show. 2D12 plus 6. What a uh, show we make here. 8. 8 is nice. 17 plus 6 is... Uh, 23 hit points yeah. of damage. Oh la la. It's like I'm feel I feel alive. Hey, cool smoke, buddy. Mm, thank you. Cool I smoke. Oh, look Who's at that? that. Who's oh, that go- that slice through me armor like butter. Do you need um, and that like blood. A, a cure wounds or anything? Ooh, How I, am I feeling? I haven't. You, t- you know when I went cold turkey. Oh, make for me a Constitution save. Thank you for reminding me. I meant to do this at the beginning of the episode. Oh, uh, Val's there, but still unconscious. Yes, oh, I got it. Nineteen. 19. Okay, you're managing to hold it at bay for now. But you again, it feels worse and worse and worse. Mm. The DC is... That could be the bleeding from the stab wound. Impossible to say. Um, the dog sleds have arrived. And can I say that, that um, Zah says, hey, d- does, does, does she need a, a potion? Because we've got some. I'll take a potion. No. You've had no, enough, yeah, man. Just <laughs> cut him off. I'll take a potion. He, he grabs one off his belt and throws it to you. I'll take one. He grabs are you, are the you hurt? Yeah, I got negative. He has one other potion. He gives the other one to Bobby. All right. Oh, Sweet. Let's slam it down fast. Right. It's <laughs> light on fizz. All right, so you... You want to meet this man? Do I get hit points back? You want to meet this man, you little guy? D12 I plus four. No. Well, we're going to go fucking meet him. Is he cool? Let's bring him out. <laughs> he seems to be in, a, in actually a surprisingly somber mood as you ride through a few more of the howlers come. Okay, question. The Freeborn, yeah? The dog sleds, yes. they arrive, right? Is it snowy? No, no, these are like desert coyotes. Oh. Uh, are they pulling... Are we riding the dogs? No. S- sand. What, do, the, do you think the dogs are in the sled? Well, that's what I'm trying to clarify. Yeah, what's a sand sled? A sand sled? It's a sled on sand. Oh. It's magic. It's got a. It's got, right. a, it's got runes on it. Uh. Wait, so the dogs are magic? Oh. Yeah, the dogs are magic Dogs too. have little runes on their paws. Oh, oh what a good boy. Uh, little cute runey booties. You know when dogs have little booties on to go in the snow? Yeah, and they go like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and they can't walk. Idiots. So the, the, the That's jo- what the runes are for. Yeah. The journey is quite quick. You have a last chance to talk if you want. Unfortunately, um, after your conversation, Zara, um, Zara and the Laroon siblings and... Zara? Sorry? Ja, ja. Who's the, the other Laroon? Sorry? Moira. Mo- Moira and Maisel Laroon. Moira and Maisel And they're both, they're both albinos, white hair. Um, they look like twins. Wait, 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 wait. Maisel? Maisel, yeah. Baelish? What happened to Baelish? Baelish is... Oh, what happened to Baelish? Baelish died. Oh, yeah, he was... Un- <laughs> he was Unre- unrelated, though. No, no, no. Maisel Laroon probably killed Baelish when they attacked the bridge. Yeah. Right, okay. So the so yeah they they, they take one of the top things. Rimjob is still there, but <laughs> and Val has woken up. So if you want to talk to anyone, otherwise it's a very short ride back. Um, I'm going to talk to Moira. Yeah. Oh no. So Moira is in the top carriage. She's in the top sled. Talk to Maisel. Maisel is in the top sled. The top sled is Moira, Maisel, and Jarul. So what sled am I in? You're in a sled with Val and Baston, and then Filge, Frizo, and Rimjob are in the other so one. So they've just given us our own sled and Idiots. left us alone? All right, let's see some countryside. <laughs> 
Okay, so no one's talking, and so you make your Who way. Who are we going to talk to? We just Val's there friend. if you want to. Val's awake. And she's like, where are we? What's happened? What? What? We need. We need to go back to Nazareth. Are we with the Freeborn? We're in the. We're with the Freeborn. We're on our way to see Paternius von Zarevich. Hey, oh. b- before we get there, Bobby. Yeah. Can you have a little look in that book and see what year Strad von Zarevich was born? You have another look through the book, and it seems actually that there is a page that has been ripped out after Paternius Malzara. Of course, there is. Of course, it's a fucking page ripped out. (laughs) But then the very next page is referring to Strad von Zarevich. So there's a section in between Paternius. That's correct, yeah, yeah. Strad, but nothing in between. Well, a page. (laughs) Oh, only one page. Uh, po- yeah, it seems like only one page. What did? Why did? You, what did you do with this page? I didn't do anything. Did you use it for craft? <laughs> oh, I made one crafting. of those. There's one of like fortune tellers where you flip them around. Oh, they are useful. This was a book. Thanks. This was the, remember. This was a book that you found uh, years and years ago in Castle Ravenloft. Yeah, right. So uh, yeah. Mm. Um, Val. Who are these? Like, what do we need to know going into this? These people are are are. I, I cannot believe this way. It's going to be fine. We're going to be rescued. Everybody just, they're mad people. It's okay. It's very lucky that Val was unconscious while you killed Skymaster Chiron. Chiron, wherever he is, is going to work this out. <laughs> He's going to come rescue us from this, 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 frankly. Can I ask you a science question? Sure. How well sure. can a naked brain fly? Do you mean aerodynamically or... Yeah, it's Very well, it goes... And then survivability of said brain oh, upon impact death. with... Excruciating pain. Yeah, it's, it's said, it is said that some brain like this when removed from the body and it's removed from the jar, it... Uh, I'm French. <laughs> I'm so frightened that I'm French. It's bad. Cool. Uh, just everybody, just listen to me. Just keep keep your head. <laughs> just remain cool. Help is on the way. Don't listen to these people. How will they find us? Oh, there are ways. Some of the weapons have tracking devices in them. I'm sure that uh, you know they've seen the airship go down. They'll be following us. It's fine. Do you, I mean you're a free folk originally? What? Yeah, originally. What's so he leave, like leaving your roots behind? That's not how it works. You don't know how it works. It's fine. I was selected. It was very good. My family was happy. So you were abducted. No, it's not. You were okay. taken away, re-educated. Yeah, it's, yeah. Listen to a culture that like, you didn't understand. She goes on to ex- to explain as the, as the as the journey goes that Arcanus Val lived in a small village called Fenwick up near Mirambar. She was a born into obscure poverty, but yes. a travelling. She lived. In a single bedroom house with her mother and four grandparents who shared a bed. (laughs) (laughs) And none of them could walk until the golden ticket came when he could miraculously fucking dance around again. (laughs) Which sounded like bullshit. Anyway, go on with the story. Essentially, you're kind of right. It was a sort of Charlie Bucket situation. A a travelling 
arcanist, and there are arcanists that wander the lower the lower worlds of the free folk, came through testing the children for a magical aptitude. Three children that year were taken from Fenwick, and at a young age, she was taken to a house of the arcane where she was trained in the studies of magic, because magic is otherwise illegal in the free folk. And then she was allowed to, because of her diligence and study, to be promoted and promoted until she became a senior arcanist, was able to extend the study of chronomancy and was uplifted. And she still occasionally goes back to Fenwick. She's gone a couple of times to, to see her family. It's awkward. I have nice But increasingly now. less because she has very little to talk to them about. Yeah. So is, does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. So you're an enemy. Uh, excuse me? Well, we've kind of thrown our hat in the ring here. Uh, <laughs> should we just push you off into the desert? Push me off into the what? Into the desert. Why? How, much, how many drugs do you have left? I have a few. All right, well, just you know stay. that we're only keeping you around for the drugs. That's really unsettling. Okay. Look, obviously I don't mean that. I'm acting. <laughs> just uh, be cool when you're with the free folk, okay? Yeah. Pretend like you flipped. That's, that's what I sing. Everybody be cool, okay? Yeah, be cool. Help is on the way. There is a suddenly a whoosh, and you can see as um, Moira Laroon stands up and waves her hand, and an entire illusory wall on the side of the mountain fades into translucence, and you can see that there is a cave system dug into the side of the cliff, and the dog sleds ride into it, into what looks like a giant cave that has been filled with war material. There are crates stacked up, weapons along the side. You can see a few gliders that are being retooled and refueled, and there are um, other members of the Freeborn walking around, and they all turn and snap off salutes as your dog sleds ride in. A bunch... A bunch of the crates at the back of the cave near the fires have been erected in the shape of a crude throne, and up hops Jarul, uh, who saunters over to it, smiles at you, beckons you over, and then kicks his, his heel and leaps up until he's sitting on top of it as he leans in to get a good look at all of you. Welcome to the Court of the Exile. Throne? Bit on the nose, isn't it? Bit on the nose, how so? Well, you thought your free folk are all about, you know... Not having rulers, being oh, evil. You, we, you, you misunderstand yeah, you, completely. You very misunderstand the situation. We've been mostly going off vibe up until this point. Sure. You, you well, have the honour. Let me be on- honest with you. We Grim- don't know what your deal is. Grimjob goes, well, you have the honour of addressing all of you, the great Jar, king in exile of the freeborn folk, rightful lord of the plains and lowerings, last born of the Jars and tyrants from the time before the masters. This was the man that is our direct descendant, to the rule, the original rulers of this land before the Netherese and he spits took over. And you asked me a question. You asked me before about uh, about Paternius. Paternius von Zarovich. Bring him out. Are you sure? Bring him out. I know. I said we could trust them, but they bring him out. Uh, Grimjob snaps and um, makes a point to two of his um, other howlers, and they walk away through a curtain as Jar continues to talk. Now you're going to see what the Netherese are all about. We're not... A lot of you... I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit pissed off here. We, we, we really need to understand about what the Netherese is. You don't even see the tip of the iceberg what's going on. When you look at their airships and their beautiful cities 
And you wonder what's powering them? Bring them out! Show them! There is a rustle behind the curtain and the two um, howlers are back. And between them is a man and he's dressed in simple clothes um, like many of the people there that make him look sort of out of place. For underneath, you can see that his skin is pure silver. He's an old man with a white beard. And as he looks, he sees you all and he bows low. And, as, and, 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 and Jar looks at him and says, stand him upright, show some respect. And they jerk him upright again. It's a Majin, um, one of the Majin figures. Is this... Petonius is a Majin? He says, look what they did to him. And he looks at the Majin and he looks at his court and a few people have like kind of gathered. And he looks at him and he gestures to him and he says like ceremonially, he says, as if it's like an incantation... Uh, or, or, or right, he says, "We never forgive, and we never forget." And everybody in the room repeats that: "We never forgive, and we never." And forget. while they're starting to chant that vow, goes, "This doesn't make any sense. The Majin are creatures of pure magic, brought about by Netheris. Akasis himself created them. They they are, exist only to serve. They blink into appearance until their deeds are done and disappear again." How, clo- yeah. how close am I to Petronius? Petronius, you're close enough. You could touch him if you want. I take out my short sword and I stab him. It's clean and it's simple and I like it. <laughs> it's classic. It's classic, Bobby. You're going to have to move fast. I'm very fast. Yeah, you are. And the two... Sir- I make a dash. Yeah, I won't ma- make, make for me with advantage because nobody is expecting it. A dexterity attack. Now, both are 14s. Uh, dexterity plus 7, so that's uh, 21. Um, 21 will absolutely beat it. Suddenly, you dive forward with your sword and you lunge forward and you stab it through Paternius von Zarevich's neck. And any misconception for Val or anyone left that these are creatures of magic is instantly dissipated because although the skin is blue, blood. Red and human wells up around his neck as you see the figure of Paternius von Zarevich fall to his knees and look up at you. And for a moment, the cloudy, expressionless eyes of a magian clear and you can see the eyes of an old man who looks at you with what looks like exhaustion and relief before his eyes roll up and he collapses down on the ground dead as Bobby turns around slowly and nobody has moved. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! Yeah! Uh, Ooh! We... Are from the future. Yeah, and yeah, don't, that's, that's, that's very important. Don't just, forget that we are where from where we the come future. from. Killing someone by <laughs> stabbing them through the neck is considered a crime. We were sent back in time to kill this man. Yeah, yeah, because we, he paid the ultimate price, and we just took the payment a little earlier. Shah is like, grab them. He's like, he's like apoplectic. Are you going to stop them? He's tightly controlled. He, he's, it's, there's no violence in his voice yet, but he says, "Grab them," and people move towards you to grab you. I'm gonna run away. You, you're in the middle of caves, surrounded. Which direction are you going to run? Uh, back out through the invisible, the magic door. 
into the desert. Yeah. Okay, great. Make make for me another uh, dexterity initiative check. It's a three. <laughs> You're grabbed. <laughs> I think there's been a, a pretty... Grab them! A, 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 a large, sizable, medium misunderstanding. Grimjob looks at you all and says, we brought you here. You killed Chiron, I don't understand. What is going on? We are from the future. This person's progenitors will cause such a ruckus, you wouldn't believe it. He's my father, you cunts! And as he says that, everybody is quiet as slowly the figure of the great Jar himself, Strahd from Zarevich, stands up at his throne. See, this is bad. <laughs> because because uh, now it's all our fault. You know? Um, like... Unless... Unless... Everybody. <laughs> because. Well, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> Attack! <laughs> and as a chaotic fight breaks out in the court of the exile, there are two great powers holding sway over these the dying age, days of the last days of wonder, the freeborn of Zastrad von Zarevich and those gilded lofties in old Islinar. And yet it seems the dragon friends have found a third way, which is fucking killing everyone, I suppose. Surrounded in blood and stolen weapons, fighting ever stronger against ever more impossible odds until either they die at the hands of the vampire who never forgot or they die at the, at the hands of the empire who, which would never end or they die of the inevitable time poisoning that they all have because the one person who was giving the medicine they threatened to throw out of a car. This is the way that they go, the third way, the Dragon Friends way, and this is the way that they will ride until they die. Thank you! <laughs> the Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner and Michael Hill. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments and lizard spouses by Tom Carty. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast is edited, mixed and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and new episodes are recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney on Gadigal Land in the Euro Nation. Until next time. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon Sees this? Yeah, I'm t- cinematically. I'm imagining that we started on a lizard and we tracked up. Oh, that's nice. Start on a lizard, rule number one. And then he goes, and then he crawls back into his hole. He's like, "Honey, I had the strangest day." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "Well, Tom could play the lizard's wife." Okay, great. <laughs> I can't deal with it right now. I've had a, the, a shit day myself. So no, you're not going to believe into it. The fucking hole. That okay? What is it? There's somebody else, Veronica. (laughs) (laughs) You dropped me on this. Now what? What? What could it possibly be? Seriously, this is my birthday as well. You, you're supposed to go out. You didn't make the reservations. I'm putting on my lizard trench coat and my lizard fedora, and I'm taking my lizard valise, and I'm leaving. Michael, what do, you, what do you mean we can work this out? Look, I'm trying to get out of this riff right now. It's over. It's done. Michael, please. I can... Let me leave. No, Michael. Let me leave. No, I can pay 
need more attention. I can I can be home more with the kids. Please don't leave. There's no juice left in the tank. The joke is done. He it's walks over. He, he walks out and she grabs hold of his tail, but it comes off and it's wiggling in her hand. And as he walks out the door, two big lizard eyes blink. Um, and there's a little lizard holding a little frog teddy bear. <laughs> Daddy, where are you going? <laughs> And then it- the camera tracks up, never to <laughs> fucking return. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.